I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. What you need is different than anybody else on planet Earth. COVID supplement protocols that people were on, it's not always a great fit or even safe for you to do long term. And then also, if you take too much vitamin D, uh, you can calcify soft tissue like your arteries. So you don't want to overdo things and you don't want to underdo things. We focus so much on a vaccine or we focus so much on the infection and we don't focus enough on the host. Uh, we had a lot of Olympians um, in this last Olympics that were using our microbeads. That everyone is Sarah Morgan, and she is the head of nutritional innovation at a company called Routine, which takes your blood work, a survey, and even your genetic information and creates a specific multivitamin just for you. This is like super futuristic stuff happening right now, super core biohacking in which you don't know what you need, frankly. You can take quercetin, you can take vitamin C or vitamin D based on what you think you need, but the fact is is that you need very specific amounts of different nutrients for you to live optimally and Routine has figured it out. They're very popular in the biohacking space. No matter where, whether you take a thousand vitamins a day you know, or are brand new to this idea of uh, supplementing with vitamin stacks, well, Routine has it figured out. And in this podcast episode, we talk all about the technology which uses microbeads, this unique delivery system instead of pills. We talk about the process of quality control. We talk about the need for each and every one of us to get specifically the right nutrients that are custom to us. I mean, really think about that. No more guesswork. No more like, well, I take, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, two capsules of vitamin C every day and I hope that that works. No, this takes out all the guesswork. It gives you exactly what you need for where you are right now. Fascinating episode, fascinating technology. And I ask her some very hard questions about post-COVID and also if you got the jabs, what you're going to do there to, 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 protect yourself as far as of nutritional protection, how it boosts your immunity. This episode is packed with information and I think that you're really going to enjoy it. If you fear that you're not taking the right amount of supplements or you're taking too much of one thing or not enough of another, go ahead and go to routine.com. That's R-O-O-T-I-N-E and use the code OPP for 15% off. I think that this is going to be way more popular in the future. I think that this company has has really nailed it when it comes to the specific things that you need. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the OPP. You can always find me, what I do, how I do it on Real Sean McCormick on Instagram or at seanmccormick.com. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Morgan. And I'm here with Sarah Morgan. She's the head of nutrition innovation at Routine. Sarah, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thanks for having me. I've been saying for years that the future of medicine is specific and custom to the person, right? And you could spend thousands of dollars every single month on vitamins, minerals, biohacking gear. But if it's not what you specifically need at this point in your life, then you're just going to have expensive pee and, uh, and, and not the outcomes or the performance that you wish. So if, if you could give me an idea of just how, because we're going to talk about the uh, the microbeads and the, we're going to get into the science today for sure, but I would love to hear just how specific you can be in the, in the custom formulations that you create for users of routine. Yeah, absolutely. So we take all kinds of different data points and we use those to create a precision multi. So we look at things like DNA, we look at all kinds of different lifestyle factors that people fill out in our quiz. And then we also look at different nutrient testing, inflammatory markers, and we put all of the pieces of this puzzle together to really optimize a formula for this precision multi that works best for an individual. So for example, MTHFR, which a lot of people talk about, it's one of the many different genes that's actually a SNP, a single nucleotide polymorphism in this folate pathway, which is vitamin B9, that kind of slows down the ability to, of you to make methylfolate, which is the active form. It's what your body prefers about 90% of what's in your bloodstream. And so that's one of the factors that we take into consideration when we're uh, dosing someone in terms of the type of folate that they have, and then the dose that they're getting um, to really meet their DNA specifications, as well as their blood levels. And then also what they're telling in terms of 
their uh, lifestyle. So that would be diet, that would be stress levels. And we take all these different uh, factors into equation in our algorithm. And it really um, makes it specific to that person at that specific time in their life. That's the thing that I think a lot of people have been waiting for is specificity to where they are now in their life. And I think I speak plainly and, and everyone can agree that over the course of the last couple of years, everyone's life has changed. People are work, working from home. People are are experiencing higher levels of stress, um, fear. Um, you know, I, I've noticed it and I'm sure you have too. People are getting more sick more frequently. And I think it's a, you know, it's a, there's, we'll stay out of the conspiracy stuff this early in the podcast, I promise. But but our immune systems are kind of reeling right now. And, and, and I know that that's a large focus for you too. And so to know that you can, you can go through a series of, of DNA, blood and lifestyle surveys to say, Hey, this is me now. This is where I'm at. Make something for me. It it's uh it's super futuristic and it's super cool. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about your background because it's super interesting to me. You know, when, when I, when I read your bio, you know, your background is, um, uh, experience in medication induced nutrient depletions. Uh, and that is interesting to me because I think a lot of us are taking medications, whether it's antibiotics or, blood thinners or whatever. I mean, listeners this episode, uh, to this podcast are, are probably on fewer medications than most, but most of us are taking types of medications that inherently do stuff to our gut. They do stuff to our blood. They, they deplete us in certain ways. So maybe if you could connect the dots between your experience in, 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 in medication-induced nutrient depletions and then how that connects with the idea of a custom nutrient protocol with routine. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have a background in clinical nutrition, have a master's degree, and um, I come from a family of cardiologists, quickly realized working in a hospital setting on a neuropedes and trauma floor that I'm like, there is so much power in nutrition as a foundational aspect of our health. So I really leaned into that, worked in clinical practice for about 15 years really discovered my passion for innovation and problem solving. And I realized one of the areas that nobody's really talking about is the fact that about 70% of Americans take some form of a medication um, in a 12 month period of time. And those medications do create these nutritional vulnerabilities and they actually can deplete nutrients. They can impact all kinds of different things like our circadian rhythm, for example, beta blockers that people use not only for blood pressure control, but also like stage fright, you know, performance where they don't get all breathy and, you know, nervous in a situation actually depletes the body of melatonin. So a lot of these people on beta blockers will have poor sleep and they're like, what the heck? Nobody ever told me about this or mm. birth control depleting B vitamins and causing depression and anxiety. So, you know, I, I really saw that the future of health is personal and went after this topic that really needed a solution with a company that I created um, called Even. And I, I really started down this path of personalization, was introduced to routine, saw what they were doing in terms of connecting all these dots in my clinical practice, I was the gene queen. So I love DNA <laughs> and looking at, you know, all these really cool pieces of the puzzle with our genetics and how that really tells the story and points to our true North of where our nutrient needs might be different than other people's and mm -hmm. where we have strengths and vulnerabilities and how we need to really meet those needs through our diet and supplementation. And then we check on that with blood testing. And then we have this background of what's your lifestyle? What do you have going on? What, you know, concerns do you have at this stage of your life? And I was like, oh my gosh, routine is doing what I did in my clinical practice for the masses. So I was mm. so excited to be part of what they're bringing to the world. And it, it really is needed because what you need is different than anybody else on planet earth. Is, is it possible for us to get the nutrients that we need from food? Is it, is it, is it possible anymore for any of us to get enough nutrients just from the food we eat? Yeah. I want to say yes with all of my heart. And <laughs> I, what I, what I would say is 
food first always, right? You can never supplement yourself out of a bad diet and a bad lifestyle. But if we look at the challenges we face on planet earth in our modern world, in terms of our stress, in terms of our different environmental exposures, there's a lot of toxicities. You know, you look at like what's happening right now with chocolate and realizing like there's heavy metals like lead and cadmium and mercury in our chocolate that we're eating, those are not easy for our body to get rid of. Those block really important biochemical pathways. If you look at our water supply and the contaminants in our water, what we're breathing in our air, we have unique challenges living on planet earth right now in modern world. But I think we do need extra support in a way a hundred years ago. I don't know that we Hmm. needed, I think we could get it from our diet And again, I would say it's super important for you to think of in a pie, about 70% of what's going to move the needle is your diet, is a lot of your lifestyle. But what I see is the finishing touches and really this like, oh my gosh, I got there with my goals is putting all those pieces together and doing it all because we kind of need it all in our modern world. That sounds to me like a gentle, not really. And I think that you're right. And and it's it goes along with with so many different guests that I've had on, you know, this idea that in order to get the the amount of vitamin C in an orange today that you would get in an orange 30 years ago is like nine oranges. Uh, it's frustrating to me. I get, you know, I get in, in principle, I get frustrated with it, but but what what's what's interesting is that even if you are dialed in and 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 you could spend 80 hours a week eating the right foods and drinking the right water and getting vitamin D i mean you could spend so much of your time and you probably still are not quite where you want to be if you want to be an optimal performer so is routine for people who want to go from good to optimal or is routine for people who are like brand new to you know dialing in their nutrition and and need a need a, a bump yeah routine is for anybody that wants to leverage their health data to optimize their health whether they're starting and they're like i've never you know taken a blood test i've never tried a multivitamin which is a lot of our members or people who are more in like the biohacker optimization. What's interesting about that, that I find, because I get to talk to a lot of our members from more of a clinical perspective, and everybody kind of discovers something surprising when they go through our process. So Mm -hmm. it's not only like nutrient depletions or things that you're low on, but sometimes if you're on a supplement or you're doing a certain routine and your daily rhythm, it isn't actually working best for you. And Mm. something I see a lot is, you know, post COVID pandemic, we are hitting our supplements super hard for immune system, which is really important, but it's really common right now that I see people who are very high in zinc and really high in vitamin D like too high, which, you know, people don't realize, for example, there's all these different nutrient interactions. So if you take too much zinc, you can actually throw off your zinc copper ratios because you know, they're, they have this interaction and competitive uh, process of how our body uses those two minerals. And then also, if you take too much vitamin D, uh, you can calcify soft tissue like your arteries. So you don't want to overdo things and you don't want to underdo things. So whether you're just getting started or you're kind of like, I'm a veteran, I really know what I'm doing. It's like, well, you still want to check in, understand your information, have your numbers, and then be able to create a very precision plan based off of what your goals are. Hmm. Today's episode is brought to you by BioPro Plus. I love this stuff. It has made a major change in my life, in my metabolism, in my mood, in my ability to put on lean muscle mass and feel as powerful as I want to feel. BioPro Plus is the faster, easier, and safer non-synthetic alternative to painful, expensive, and invasive anti-aging and hormone treatments. Before you do TRT, before you start taking a bunch of herbs that may not make you feel the way that you want to feel, you should try this. 
you can go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. You know, you know that a sponsor is a hit when people who have purchased it reach out to me and say, holy cow, Sean, I tried this and it's amazing. It's blowing my mind. It makes me better at everything that I do. I love having sponsors like this that really make a difference in people's lives. And this product is, it's absolutely incredible. It's growth factors and amino acids that will help you improve your hormones, become better at everything that you want to do. So go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. Yeah. Let's stay on the, on the, the COVID or post COVID, you know, over supplementation stuff, because I think it's relevant for everybody. You know, I, I think a lot of folks, especially listeners to this podcast probably have quercetin. They probably have a zinc lozenge in there. You know, they've got, maybe they have NAD or NMN kind of in their cupboards and they're like, cool, I'll just start taking all this stuff because I know it's going to help me, you know, keep me and my family safe and, and, and boost our immune systems. What are some other things that you're seeing for people who are the sort of like, either hyper responders to the sort of over supplementation for immune systems and vitality? Like what, what other sort of anecdotes do you have to share with us? Yeah, I would say that the the biggest thing I like to communicate is nutrients aren't benign, right? Like just because it's, Oh, okay. Everybody's kind of taking this. That means I can take it and I should take it always. Right. So I think when we think about post COVID, we've realized that it's it's really interesting to look at this idea that we all have a different response to a virus, right? Like you talk to 50 people who've had COVID, everybody kind of had a different journey of what their viral infection was. And this comes back to our host immunity, our host health really matters when we face whatever challenge it is. But this idea that like, your supplement routine should always be the same. Like, okay, I'm now I'm going to take zinc forever. I'm going to take, you know, vitamin D forever. I'm going to take quercetin forever because it helps with the cytokines charm and all, you know, it's, it's your needs change with the different challenges you face. And also just the different seasons that your body goes through as a 20 year old, a 30 year old, a 40 year old, a 50 year old, and you should be checking in on your routine of supplementation to make sure it really is adequate and not excessive for mm. what your needs are at that time. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I guess there's extremes for everything, right? Like I could talk about you over supplement and I have seen like elevated liver enzymes, right. Or um, going back to medications uh, supplements have interactions with your medication. So it's something like you really need to check on and, and look at, especially when we're talking about things like these different COVID supplement protocols that people are on. It's not always a great fit or even safe for you to do long-term. So it's really mm-hmm. important. You involve a healthcare professional that knows about drug nutrient interactions that knows how to check in that you're doing testing, right? Like mm-hmm. I really take this approach of tests don't guess, like we shouldn't guess about what we need to be doing. And we need to elevate our understanding of nutritional science, because it really is a science. It's, there's a little bit of art there, but we have enough information that we can involve data and and make it more precise for you, where it actually benefits you. And you can see outcomes that are proven. Yeah, targeted custom to where you are now, and what you've been doing to yourself through supplementation for the last year and a half. Uh, makes, makes sense to me. You know, the, I think the unfortunate part is, you know, you say, you know, make sure you're talking to a medical professional as you know, of course, that's got to have to be part of your caveat, which is like, Hey, you know, work with a medical professional. The, the, the fact is there aren't any, there aren't, there, (laughs) there, there aren't reliable medical professionals that know anything about nutrition. I mean, and, and I, I know that this is like center of the bullseye for you, but I, you know, I, I understand through my experience in hosting this podcast is like, like most medical doctors get something like a half a day of nutrition and it's like the fucking food pyramid or my plate, which is like, yeah, eat like half of carbs. Like go ahead and eat as much wheat as you want, you know, get a little bit of protein in there. And now they're telling us to eat bugs, which is, which is frustrating. But I think the the hard part is, is like, (laughs) I said, no conspiracies and I'm going to stick to it. Um, the, the hard part is, is that, 
a lot of people just don't have that doctor. They can't find that doctor. It's not their general practitioner. And so companies like yours that, that are specific and custom based on blood work and lifestyle and, um, and your genetic, you you know, your, your genes is, is really everything. I, I want to, I want to take you into the deep water here for a second. And, and I, and I fully expect, well, I don't know what to expect, but you can say, I'm not qualified to talk about that or, but I would love, I would love your thoughts. Yeah. There are so many people who have been, who have done one, two, three, four jabs, right? And now the chickens are coming home to roost a little bit. And there are lots and lots and lots of data coming out about, you know, what those jabs might be doing to your body. Um, and I'm curious about what you could share, if anything, about how nutrients can assist or help those of us, not myself, but those of us who have had one jab, two jabs, three, four, what do you know, or what have you been hearing about how we can use nutrients to potentially counteract any sort of negative effects from that many jabberoonies? Yeah. So I have a patent on a nutritional adjuvant for vaccines. So this has been a passion of mine for probably 10 years plus, um, pre-pandemic and, you know, mRNA vaccines and all of that. So I will say, I think our understanding of immunology is still in its infancy and even, you know, how vaccines work and really looking at long-term effects we're, we're learning, especially with this category of MRNA. And it's been very like emotionally and politically charged, which is unfortunate when we really think about having a scientific conversation. So I think what's interesting is if we think about a vaccine or we think about the actual infection, uh, there's this spike protein response, right? So when we think about nutrients, the big thing that I am focused on is mitigating an overreaction to inflammation, right? This Mm. cytokine storm that we have, this cascade of events that kind of wreaks havoc. It's like a tsunami of inflammation in the body, right? Whether it's the vascular system um, or the brain, different areas that we see where people crop up with all these different symptoms, right? Um, Even long haul COVID from people having infections is really interesting where we see this suppression of the endocrine system. And we see low cortisol and we see people having issues with energy and, you know, shortness of breath and different things going on there. And I think there's also interesting impact with blood clotting, um, blood clotting, and then actually bleeding. And this comes from, I call them my brain trust of some of the physicians that I'm very dear friends with that we were kind of combing through the literature from early pandemic to now of what's happening and really learning and not at jumping to conclusions about anything, but saying like what's working for individuals and what's not. So mm. again, I think it comes back to some of it is like we focus so much on um, a vaccine or we focus so much on the infection and we don't focus enough on the host on you and what are your vulnerabilities? What are your strengths? How do we prop you up as best we can? Mm. So whether you've had COVID, whether you've had the vaccine, I think the big thing is checking in on things like inflammatory markers are really, really important to see where you're at, looking at your endocrine system function, things like, you know, your thyroid, um, your adrenal health, and that can be done through uh, cortisol, which is a we call it a stress hormone, but it's really a circadian hormone is what I like to call it. Um, And then sometimes uh, some individuals are impacted with sex hormones. So looking at estrogen, progesterone, testosterone are really key, even things like DHEA, pregnenolone, which are higher up in that um, hormonal cascade. And then I also like to look at blood clotting potential. My favorite is like a D-dimer or looking at, you know, um, thrombin, like looking at what they do when you're on blood thinners of like, Mm -hmm. how well are you bleeding and clotting basically? And you can, 
have that done if you want. I, I really like D-dimer. Um, I think it picks up in like micro clotting um, potential that can't be seen on imaging, that kind of mm. stuff. But I think it's optimizing, again, your body's ability to come back to normal, to homeostasis. Mm. And people are listening who maybe like have anxiety as we talk about this. The thing I always like to say is your body is so freaking resilient mm -hmm. and it really can recover. I believe from almost anything, if you're, you give it the right tools and you mm -hmm. know the right information to do that. Um, so again, yeah, I would say like the biggest thing is in all of this is inflammation and really it's interesting how we're seeing that impacting the vascular system specifically. Yeah. I'm not an expert. I'm not an immunologist. I'm not a cardiologist, but I do love talking with them and learning from them. And I have through the pandemic. And I think we have probably another 10 years of learning that are going to come from this whole situation that we just walked through in the last two, three years. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, again, <laughs> I'm not an immunologist or a doctor, I'm just a podcast guy, but, but I think it's going to be much longer than that, especially since we, it's so hard to get really high quality data and information and to be able to trust the source. But your answer is, is seems to me to be appropriate. It's like, okay, so you skydive. Cool. You have nutrition, you have nutrient deficiencies. Cool. You got, you know, you got four shots of an experimental gene therapy. Cool. You have nutrient needs. Cool. You, you know, you have, you have 14 cats at your house or you're an ultra marathoner, like you, whatever that is, whatever your history is, whatever the scenario is, there is a snapshot of where you are right now. And there yeah. are things that can be done to help you thrive. You know, there can be, so I, I liked, I like the way that you answer that. And, and I, and I, and I, and I didn't really realize that you were so close to it, but I'm, I'm fascinated by it. So, so one thing that I think is really unique about routine is the delivery method, the actual like form factor. And um, when you look at these little micro beads, um, the website is amazing and incredibly informative, by the way. So I get this little packet that has all of these little micro beads that are specifically for me and my own beautiful personalized self. And, and I'm curious about where that technology comes from and why it was chosen rather than capsules to to be the delivery system and 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 how specific are each one of those little tiny micro beads like are I'm I'm rambling here but maybe just explain how the micro beads work and and and, and why that yeah. Well, it is really uh, advanced technology. Um, I had to spend some time learning from our facility over in Europe, how all of this is put together and made. So in terms of the microbeads, why? First and foremost, I would say people are sick of pills, powders, potions. You know, it's, it's, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, you dump all this stuff into your gut, right? And it just, you say good luck. It all mm -hmm. absorbs at the same time and competes with all these different transporters. So the microbeads are really interesting because they have this outer coating on them that's made out of uh, cellulose and beeswax. It kind of provides that protective coating. So it's really cool because if you look at like sustain released in the pharmaceutical industry, it's kind of a lot of dirty ingredients and chemicals that get you to a place of sustained release where these nutrients or these medications are released in the GI tract over time. So what's cool is this technology is produced a way that we have a sustained release technology that's clean. So you take in the microbead and what happens is as it interacts with your uh, GI enzymes, right? Stomach acids, bile acids, pancreatic enzymes, it starts to create these porous openings and it allows for a gentle, slow release of the nutrients over time, about six to 10 hours. Some of that just depends on your own natural like transit time throughout the GI tract. So you have this release of nutrients that almost mimics food a little bit more mm. where it's moving through the GI tract. It doesn't overwhelm the receptors and transporters in the gut, in the bloodstream. So you have this more um, sustained release over time, which is really cool. So that's a nice thing about the microbeads. Also people who can't 
swallow pills very well. The microbeads are nice because you can take them and mix them in, you know, a smoothie, you can put them in oatmeal. You can, some people just open the packet and kind of stick them in their mouth and swallow it down. Um, I'm not a good, I, I don't do well with that. So I have to mix it in something myself. But I think we get a lot of people who are like, I'm, I'm just, I have pill fatigue. Like I'm sick mm. of taking 20 things a day. I just want it consolidated. I want it convenient. I want it nice for travel. So it all comes in this little, you know, packet that you can throw in your purse, bag, suitcase, whatever it is, and take with you on the go. So there's a convenience factor that's really nice that was also a reason for that form factor. Also, inside the microbead on the inner part, we can actually dose down to the microgram or milligram of each of our ingredients based off of your laboratory tests, your DNA, and again, the lifestyle factors that you see. So, you know, for, for example, a vegan or vegetarian will have different nutrient needs from their diet um, than someone who's maybe, you know, eating the full spectrum of all different categories of food. So we're able to put in this microbead and then in your specific daily pack, exactly what you need. And then what's cool is not only do you get that, but then we can actually follow up and prove that your nutrient levels in your blood are improving and in your cells too, because we do whole blood. So that's looking at mm. in your serum, you know, what's floating around in your white blood cells and your red blood cells. So we take kind of an average of all of that. And then we adjust your formula over time. So every time you test with routine, your formula actually adjusts with you and gets more and more precise with our algorithm over time. And that to me is like, just like your diet needs, you know, change, um, your micronutrient needs change over time too. And routine is there to adjust with you based off of what your body is saying that it needs. And we make those adjustments. And that's the beauty of the microbeads. It's very uh, advanced technology of how we do it to make the microbead to ensure stability, to ensure delivery, and then also to ensure the formulation is correct for you. So it's, it's, um, nobody else is doing it in the world because it's mm. very precision heavy in terms of it takes a lot of effort for us to produce this for an individual. Yeah. Yeah. It's super futuristic. I mean, and, and seeing again, like watching some of the videos uh, and explanations on, on the website, um, you know, watching a snowboarder rip open a packet and just take it down is like, whoa, that's unique and interesting. Um, so if I if I hear you correctly, what, like, what is the maybe optimal way or frequency of of retaking the blood test to to update the ongoing customization of uh of the of the protocol? We recommend every three to six months. And I would say more frequently if your nutrient levels are really off, something comes in really high, really low, we want you to recheck in and retest more uh, frequently than if you're kind of in a more stable place. So I'll give an example of that. So let's say your vitamin D levels are like 18, which is super low, right? You're very deficient. We want to, we're going to dose you a lot higher in a more therapeutic range of your vitamin D. And we want to make sure you're responding to that properly. So we want to see a retest in about three months because we'll also adjust your dose down to a more maintenance approach. And the interesting thing about vitamin D too, is there's a seasonal change, right? So your levels are going to be the lowest in about March because we've gone through the winter. We don't you know, have as much sun exposure, we wear more clothes, you know, the angle of the sun isn't as great for converting vitamin D, and then your levels are highest in September. So our algorithm even calculates seasonal changes as we understand mm. how you're um, adjusting to your dosing that also depends on like, your GI track, um, your ability to produce bile, because bile is going to help you absorb a lot of those fat soluble micronutrients. So we take all those into effect. If you're in a more stable place, every six to 12 months is a great place to just check in, make sure nothing's too high, too low. And we really find that beautiful place of maintenance. Or if you have like a big life event, maybe you 
are super stressed or you had a big infection. We see people who kind of come back and say, okay, I had COVID. Now I want to make sure I'm doing well. A lot of people have higher C-reactive protein, a marker of inflammation after COVID. So we can really adjust that to make sure we're giving them the right amount of antioxidants to bring those markers back down into balance. So it, somewhere in that range is a really good uh, frequency to kind of retest and look at your numbers. Today's episode is brought to you by Anna Lemma. Everybody knows that we're 70% water in body mass. Most people don't know that we're 99% water on a molecular level. And that's why the quality, the composition, and the shape of the water that we drink is tremendously influential in our lives. Analemma regenerates, revitalizes, and rejuvenates our body and minds on a cellular level. The water that you drink out of the tap or out of a, poof, a plastic bottle, the molecules are chaotic and they move in an irregular manner. And through a simple, simple process, Analema radically changes the state of the water by rearranging those H2O molecules into a liquid crystalline structure. It's super easy. This cool wand, all you do is swirl it in your water and it brings coherence and structure back to this water. You may be familiar with some of the other water structuring devices. This is cheaper, this is more effective, and it's got great science to support it. If you go back to episode 402, you'll hear the episode where I interview Mario Branovich, who is the CEO of Analema Water. They've got a special offer just for you. You might as well use this and enhance the water quality that you have. Go to coherent-water.com and use the code OPP for 10% off. I have already gotten responses from people who have purchased this product and they can tell, they feel that the water actually quenches their thirst. They feel more energized and sharp of mind. That's coherent-water.com and use the code OPP. So if someone's like super stressed, um, not sleeping, and they live off of Doritos and Diet Coke, <laughs> like they have no nutrients, right? Like does, are they going to get the same packet? Did they get two packets? Is, is there just a higher concentration of the nutrients within each of the uh, microbeads? Great question. So I would say microbeads are one piece of the puzzle. So if you're really stressed, you're not sleeping well, and you're not eating well, then you need to come to us for our stress program that actually we're just launching um, that looks at a much more comprehensive view of what's going on with your life and your stress hormones as well, which we mentioned that earlier, cortisol. So we actually test cortisol on a three-point basis throughout the day, and we plot where you're at in terms of this optimal curve. We give you a stress archetype. And with that, we actually create an entirely personalized plan to conquer your stress based off of where you're at. And so that looks like uh, macronutrients, so your diet, your micronutrition, other supplementation that can include things like adaptogens that help your body really find that balance, that homeostasis when you're under more stress, which can be such a game changer for things like sleep your mental health while you're under more stress, um, just how you feel throughout the day in terms of your energy levels. And then um, other things like light exposure. So it's very comprehensive, like mindfulness, connecting with others. So yes, the microbeads will be helpful, but we are really working towards providing these personalized tracks for individuals based off of what they're dealing with. So mm -hmm. stress may be one of them that I think a lot of us have had more of over the last two to three years. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to continue to be important, you know, seeing, seeing where the world is kind of headed. I think that all of us are, are, are just a little bit more stressed out than we've, than we've been, you know, I look at younger generations, you know, I'm sort of the, I'm at the, 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 the oldest end of the millennials, but you know, you look at the zoomers and they're way stressed out, right. You know, screen in their face all the time. And, and, um, so I think that there's definitely a market for, you know, custom stress uh, interventions or, or supplementation. You've pinpointed stress as, you know, sort of like a meta issue that people are dealing with that, that you can create these archetypes around and, and give, you know, nutrient suggestions in order to help people um, bounce back. Is there, do you foresee in the future, like a hormone archetype or like a sleep archetype? Like, is that, I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit here, but does that, does that make sense too? 
Yeah, I think you're kind of reading my mind of where uh, we're going to be going in terms of where the needs are for the population. And, you know, when we think about stress, there's such a natural connection to sleep, right? And my whole thing is like, how do we make sleep sexy for the population Mm -hmm. again? Because, you know, we've in this hustle culture that I think we've developed and we're starting to buck and move away from and realize the fact that like you're actually more productive the more that you can rest and sleep and manage your stress levels like you just operate at a much higher level there's this new wave and movement i think where we realize it's really important to care for ourselves and not just like a spa day or going to a yoga class but really assessing all of the aspects of our lifestyle so yes absolutely mm, cool uh, I'm, I'm curious about minerals. Do is is do minerals also have a big part? Because minerals help with stress. Minerals help with the gut. Um, and you know, again, I've done enough enough episodes to know that, that basically every single one of us is depleted in magnesium. So does do you do is that baked in there? Do you do you have a preference of uh, can you pinpoint which type of magnesium is going to be most optimal for person A versus person person B? Like, tell me a little bit about how minerals come into it too. Yeah, I think if we look at studies on longevity, the people who live the longest on planet Earth, uh, they have the highest mineral intake of anybody on planet Earth. So minerals are uh, a key to longevity and I think a key to health and absolutely common deficiencies that we see in the population. So Magnesium is a favorite. It's pretty magical. I would like to, I would say as a mineral and, uh, you know, we use about double the amount we normally do when we're under high amounts of stress and stress can be physical. It can be psychological. It can be emotional. There's all kinds of ways that we can experience stress, but basically we're running our bodies uh, harder, right? It's kind of like a furnace that has to keep your house at 70 degrees when it's 50 degrees it doesn't have to work that hard when it's 10 below it's working really hard it's the same thing with your body and so a lot of these minerals act as cofactors or helpers in these different pathways so you mentioned like what do people respond best with in terms of forms of magnesium our minerals are always bound to something and so they are typically bound to mostly amino acids right and so it's kind of like you get your magnesium and then you get whatever is bound to it that can be helpful. So yes, we take that into consideration. I would say that's more of like a really subtle nuance. What we look at is things like if somebody's really stressed out, they're maybe feeling more anxious. We know, and we can look at actually their DNA for some of their different pathways um, and the enzymes that are regulating it, like COMT, MAO, that regulate neurotransmitter synthesis, a lot of the catecholamines that give us our, you know, stimulation feel in our brain. Um, Magnesium is really important for that. And so it's like, I like to think about our brain with these gas pedals where we go, right? Where with adrenaline, with things like dopamine, and then we have our break. So that's things like GABA. And a lot of people, when they're in a really stressed out situation, and they don't have enough of that mm. calming side, the break. Magnesium is really helpful. And so is something like B6, because we take a pathway approach of saying, okay, someone is going to need to support this pathway. If they're tipped a little bit, we want to make sure we're giving them the nutrients they need to try to bring them back to balance, not just minerals, but also um, for this you know, situation, it'd be B6 helps drive more GABA production for somebody who might feel more anxiety when they're under stress. Hmm. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's the, thank you for complimenting and balancing out the mineral and, and, and magnesium question with like the GABA too, because I think a lot of us are having trouble pumping the brakes, especially yeah. listeners to this show who are type a go-getters who, you know, um, work hard, play hard, love hard, you know, um, I remember my question that I, that I had a little bit earlier. And, and I think that, that with the, and again, the core listener to this podcast is very aware of, you know, product quality and is concerned with, 
you know, well, where are they, where, where does X company source their products from? And, you know, you spoke a little bit about, you know, heavy metals and stuff like that. Um, what can you tell us about where some of the ingredients are sourced from? Because if it's like, okay, you know, you're the stressed out Doritos and, and diet Coke after antibiotics person, you need a bunch, you need, you know, is it, is it a hundred, is it a thousand different, you know, um, ingredients that make up the, the, um, the microbeads? And if so, if they're being sourced, if there's, you know, if there's 70 or 80 different things that they're taking in, in their, in their packet, what, what can you tell us about where you source those ingredients from? Yeah. So in terms of quality, that's very high on our list and our values. So we not only comply with everything that the FDA requires um, in terms of quality, but we actually, because we manufacture over in Europe, um, we comply with European standards, which are actually much higher than U.S. standards. So in terms of raw material sourcing to testing, um, all of that goes through a process that's more like a pharmaceutical process. And that's not to, to just educate for a second. That's not necessarily a negative when we're talking about natural ingredients like vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. That's a really good thing because the bar is much higher when we look at those types of standards. So raw materials are isolated, they're tested, um, sometimes even from a DNA and RNA perspective to make sure they understand what it is. They're put in the microbeads, they're tested for stability, they're tested for absorption. Um, and then we actually uh, test in terms of certificate of analysis to prove that what we say is in the product is in the product. And it's um, compliant with European standards. And then we also have the FDA in terms of auditing all of that that says this is a good to go process. So raw materials, to speak to that for a second. Um, another thing that's really interesting there that I'm passionate about educating the world about is not everything comes from a whole food source, right? Like if we all get our vitamin D from um, black olives in terms of supplements, we're going to run out of raw materials in like mm. two days, right? So there are sustainable ways to do this. And a lot of it are using the technologies available through um, microbes and bacteria and yeast. This isn't something that's like scary or dirty. It's actually really cool that just like our microbiome actually makes vitamins for us. So what you eat in your diet and how you fuel the microbiome, that's really the two to three pounds of when you step on a scale that isn't you that lives mm -hmm. inside of you. Um, we do that in a lab too, with new science and technology. So we can actually make these bioavailable cell identical versions of vitamins and minerals in a very sustainable way. Mm. So we always take the stance of, we want something that's bioavailable cell identical, that's going to work for somebody's DNA and their nutrient needs for best absorption and it's also good for our planet. And that's something that I think we don't talk a lot about with raw materials. <laughs> this goes into like the energy field a little bit as we harvest, you know, raw materials for batteries as well. It's the same type of thing. Like we need to be thinking about the generation that comes after us. Hmm. So that's something that we do that we factor in of how we're sourcing all those in a way that's very transparent. Um, and we, you know, we, we test everything. So we don't, there's nothing that we're guessing about, um, in our entire process from start to finish. Hmm. That is, I don't think that I've ever heard that you can create more or novel nutrients from microbes. I don't think I've ever heard that before. And not, again, I'm not a doctor, but that is super interesting to me. And I, and, and a lot of it's going to go over my head, but I have to just ask a follow-up question to that. When, when, again, dumb, dumb me trying to get, wrap his brain around how that would work. What is the, do you find any reduction in potency or quality when it's, rather than sourced from a raw material, but rather sort of created from 
you know, from a microbe interaction, like, is it, is it apples and apples? It is. And that's the thing that's like mind blowing is it is apples to apples. And the way that I would say this is if you look at like, just Google, if you're like, I don't believe her, that's fine. (laughs) You don't have to believe me, but just look it up. Um, If you look at how the microbes in your large intestines make vitamin K, it's the same exact process. If you look at how microbes in your GI tract make B vitamins for you, some of your B vitamin source that your body uses is actually from your microbiome inside of you making it. It's not from the foods that you eat. So it's the same thing with B12. Most B12, actually all of it, like we think about, oh, B12 is from animals. It's from, you know, like beef. Well, guess where that B12 actually came from? Microbes in the cow's GI tract. And it's also why nutritional yeast is a source of B12 because it's a microbiome production. It's a, not, it's a microbe production. It's a yeast production of this nutrient. So they're very magical Mm. and we're only in the beginning um, stages of really harnessing the power of microbes to advance human health in many, many ways. But it's now a way that we actually produce and source these raw materials in a beautiful way that's very sustainable. That's incredible. You just blew my mind. I'm trying to like, (laughs) uh, like what, who, who, what, who thought of that? Like who, how old is that technology where we realize that we could, I mean, I assume it's in a Petri dish. That's just what I have in my brain, but like who realized that we could create, you know, a two in a Petri dish with bioidentical microbes. And I might be butchering the terminology um, that, that are going to be just the same as what you create in your body. Like how old is this? An, is this a brand new idea? No, it's not. It's not new. It's just, I think it's something that um, a lot of people don't have awareness of. It's actually been utilized as technology in industry for a while. And mm-hmm. it's, why we're actually able to produce so many different raw materials in terms of vitamins, minerals, different types of antioxidants and all kinds of raw materials that are put into supplements is because we're utilizing this technology. And there's a lot of really smart microbiologists. So big shout out to them because they don't, you know, they're in the lab, like all this stuff and they don't, they don't really get any uh, shout outs, you know, for the really incredible work that they do and what they discover. Yeah. I I don't know too many excellent marketers who are also microbiologists, you know, they don't have a great voice. I mean, Rob Wolf is like the the one that jumps to mind. I don't know if he's even a microbiologist, but fascinating stuff. Um, What, what have you heard? How, how long has routine been around and what have you heard? What's some of the response that people have, have had, um, I, I imagine that you've, you've probably heard a pretty wide range of responses from, oh my gosh, I can get out of bed now to, oh my gosh, you know, I can pick up my kids, you know, I can lift grocery bags and I just am happier as a person, but, but maybe share with us one or two anecdotal stories that you've heard from, uh, from, from users. Yeah. So I won't say her name, but um, she's actually part of our routine team um, that's on staff with routine. She came to routine because she was introduced to routine and the microbeads and she had horrible anemia that wasn't Mm. controlled. Her dad is a doctor and she was really desperate because she was doing infusions and just not healthy. And she started taking routines, microbeads that were very specifically dosed to her needs of high iron. And she was able to reduce the amount of infusions that she got and stabilize her iron levels and regain her really sense of well-being an entire life because of routine. Wow. So I, she doesn't really tell her story publicly a lot. So I'm going to tell it for her without telling her her name, because I think it's incredible. Um, when I came on to routines team, I'm like, this is just so awesome as a story mm-hmm. to tell. And it goes also to the specificity, right. Of knowing what her needs were and being able to really meet those. So I think a lot of people are just blown away when, you know, I, I, I talked to a woman not too long ago. It's like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even know my vitamin D levels were high. And because I tested and you're actually adjusting them down so that I don't have too much vitamin D and calcify my arteries, 
um, because, you know, I'd just be taking something and nobody was tracking it is amazing in terms of just confidence internally of really getting what you need. Hmm. But yeah, we have all kinds of stories of, um, one, I can actually take it on a regular basis because I can't swallow pills. That's mm. a big one. And because of that, I'm able to notice like I have better energy. I sleep better. Uh, we had a lot of Olympians um, in this last Olympics that were using our microbeads and they were so grateful to be able to get good nutrition. I don't know if you remember the controversy that happened yeah. with their nutrition over there, but they noticed how much it helped them continue to be able to perform at their peak levels, despite the fact that they had horrible food while they were over there and really almost malnourished. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, we, we have a lot of professional athletes, like biohackers who really are intuitive with their body. They're tracking all kinds of information like their sleep, their heart rate variability, and they see improvements and they're, and then we have outcomes data too, which is really exciting of saying, Hey, your C-reactive protein, a marker of inflammation goes down. Your, you know, folate levels are going up and, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. I have less depressive episodes. Not that we're treating depression, but we're supporting the pathways for people to go to optimal health. So, so many cool stories. It's one of the most rewarding parts of hmm. what I do at routine. That's so great. Is there any case that would not be a fit for routine? Is there any sort of physiological issue that someone have or that, that just, they just it wouldn't benefit from it? Yeah, it's a great question. I don't know if it wouldn't be like they wouldn't benefit for it, but it could be potentially contraindicated for them at their time period. So for me as a clinician, one time I think is someone who's actively going through chemo or radiation mm. um, in terms of you don't want a lot of antioxidants, you don't want a lot of things that are going to mess with that therapy. On the contrary to that, what I would say is we could adjust their formula to, you know, be specific to that need at that time. Um, also people who, you know, maybe have like very advanced kidney disease or liver disease where their system would be more stressed out with any type of supplementation, not just routine, um, it would be more, you know, this very advanced health uh, situation that I would say a healthcare professional would say any type of supplementation would be contraindicated. But in general, if someone is in a place where they're looking to optimize their health, I think routine is a great place to start. And what's cool is we can grow with you and optimize with you over mm -hmm. time no matter if you're like, I don't know anything, or I know everything about my sleep phases, <laughs> my HRV, you know, my continuous glucose monitor, and they have all the information across the spectrum, you can literally plug in and find your healthy routine at any place. Hmm. Any thoughts or, or any use cases with children? Great question. We have talked about that as a team and it's not something we're pursuing right now. And a lot of that actually has to do with how the FDA classifies a child um, mm. in terms of regulatory. And then also our microbeads, we're not really sure that it's a fit for kids yet. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm always thinking about my, my kids and I mean, you got the biohacker dad who's, you know, eating raw liver and doing all sorts of wacky stuff. And, and I'm always looking again, because even though we eat organic, even though we drink spring water that I gather myself at a, at a, at a primary water source and, you know, they're getting all sorts of great vitamins and stuff like that. Like I, I still know that there are nutrient deficiencies with my children who are six and nine. And I think, you know, a little bit of green juice, you know, and and if it were if if the opportunity was there for them to get a really custom because you never know what they're until you do the blood work. Uh, I've, we've done their we've we've run their genetic tests already, but um, until you do the blood work, you know you may not know what's in there. They may be super depleted in X or Y. So yeah, yeah, I realize that that's a sort of delicate territory um, for 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 companies, uh, which is a shame because you know, the need for sure. There's yeah. definitely a need. And also kids have very unique needs as they grow, right? Like even right. 
in the phases of growth, if they go through a growth spurt, they have massive calcium and magnesium needs and they're literally putting on new skeletal mass. So, you know, I, I would love to solve for that. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe we will at some point, but it's definitely not on our roadmap in the very near future right now. Cool. Interesting. Uh, was there anything that I didn't ask that I should have or anything that you feel really compelled to share before, before I take us home? I would just say this as you're listening, and it sounds like a lot of your listeners know this, but I love to remind people that you're in the driver's seat when it comes to your health and your wellness and taking one step forward over and over and over again really adds up over time. So don't feel like you're a victim of XYZ life happens to all of us. You know, we talked about the pandemic, mental health, all these different things that we face throughout life. Um, you always have hope to rise above and to find your place of health and wellness. And at Routine, we want to be um, your partner to help guide you towards better health and really understand your health information to be the best version of yourself. Hmm. Well, you may have just answered my final question, which is totally okay, but I'll ask it anyway. It's a, it's a fill in the blank question. And it's, uh, this can be based on, you know, uh, the, the scope of your experience. It can be specific to routine or, or your patents or just your experience in, in, in your, in your masters, but, uh, it's a fill in the blank. So you can elaborate as, as much or as little as you wish. Um, but please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing. Mm, Everyone would benefit from knowing that quality and quantity sleep is one of the best drivers of overall health and optimal health. Mm. And I say that with the context that I'm currently doing a lot of research on sleep, but it is one of the biggest levers that you can pull. You, you probably would not be surprised how many people default back to sleep, uh, nutritionists, scientists, researchers, investigative journalists, everybody's like, man, oh man, you got to figure your sleep out. You got you to gotta figure out your own sleep. Well, Sarah, this has been such a cool conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thanks so much for having me.